It's a daily talk show episode 390. What's happening, guys? We've got a guest in the studio. Luke Kidgel. Well, oh, I was about to say welcome. Hey, welcome <laughs> me. <huh? laughs> you know, I've, I've done that so many times when it's people's birthdays <laughs> or the classic one is when you have an Uber and you go to the airport and they say have a nice flight and you say you too. Yeah. <laughs> Those fuckers aren't getting well, on a flight. It's because I have my own podcast and I'm used to welcoming guests on. I'm not, I'm rarely a guest. So yeah. I was just like, guys, welcome. Oh, it's not my show. But <laughs> it's a power move. It's a different muscle though that you have to flex. Yeah. So, I mean, you're usually... Like, literally, that was a sick flex. I pretty much came in and started hosting your podcast. <laughs> um, you do a podcast a lot of the time by yourself. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. So that's I, hard to do. I agree. I mean, comedy is a, is a lonely business. Yeah. I mean, what is that? The first one, obviously, you're going to get through. You've done 100 yeah, and I think I'm up to like 120, 30 or something like that. So you're still sticking at it. Yeah, I'm going to go do one after this, actually. <laughs> and what's the vibe by yourself? What do you prefer? Oh, I like talking to people more. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it is like there's no other situation in which uh, you can just speak your mind for an hour and people listen. There's yeah. something like fun about no one interrupting, and which means if you have a shit opinion, uh, people will just hate it for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Do <laughs> people actually uh, write in? Do you find people will write in if you've said something that they don't agree with? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I did a bit about the weirdest stuff as mm. well. I did a, a bit about like I was talking, I don't know why, I was just thought it'd be funny and make fun of uh, people who drive manuals. <laughs> now, which is not a demographic you want to make fun of because people who do drive manuals yeah. like cars. Yeah. I was always I was always impressed with the chicks in my yeah. life when I was young who drove manuals. I was like, fucking props to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I was for some reason I was into it. I was into girls who knew how to, I mean, it sounds fucked up. Yeah, I get it. You no, had a worker just... shop. <laughs> that's what you were going to say. And then you were no, like, no, no. But it's not even where it was in my mind. No. It had nothing to do with the, no, the like there's, an indep- there's a There's something about like the independence of yeah. like, yeah, I've, I can control this whole thing. Yeah, see, I was trashing uh, manual drivers. I was saying uh, like, what's the point when cars can do it for you now? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like you can't even wank in traffic. I think that was my main point. <laughs> well, here's the, here's I the didn't rea- have many good arguments. Here's the reality. If you want to get a Ferrari and you're rich as fuck, mm. you're not getting a manual one. They don't do manual ones. Really? Look it do up. You mean is the there, other a, way? Is there mean, a manual Ferrari? No, the they're other all way automatic. They're all either Tiptronic, which is just like, you do control the gears. First but time it's we've not, said Tiptronic on the show. You don't have a clutch, a lot <laughs> the of these last. cars. So <laughs> yeah, you're spending half a million dollars and you're getting an automatic. Yeah. Automatics are actually more more expensive or cheaper than manual? One of uh, them's they're more lot, expensive. More expensive automatic. But I now believe. most cars are automatics. Mm. Like heaps of the family cars. I mean, mm. I'm all about automatics now. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone is. That's what I'm saying. My point was it's the future. Why are we still living in the past? Mm. And. Uh, people got mad. I put up a clip and it got like 80,000 views online, not because it was popular, yeah. but because like people were just in the comments, like, you know, but the, but, but the kind of guys who are honestly caring about that are like, you know, high vis wearing. Yeah, they're traders. the kind of dudes who they think calling, they were calling me like, oh, what a girl. And I was like, the fact that you yeah. think calling me a girl is an insult shows <laughs> a lot about you. Like, that's not, I'm not insulted by that. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a girl. It's like, all right, the girls are great. I like it because <laughs> you're talking about you've spun on the head what the what it used to be. You know, like people yeah. love manuals, mm. and, and there still is a, I love it. a minority yeah, yeah, out yeah. there clearly. Because I just thought it was funny, and also like I don't care. That's the thing. I think people <laughs> thought I was like 
fuck manuals. But I was yeah. like, no, I don't care. I just thought it would be funny just, just to say one line of you can't even wank in traffic. I think that was my whole point. <laughs> yeah, you just wanted to get to the wank joke and I, they got stuck on the exactly, on uh, the manual. Dude, it was like a three-minute build to a, like, <laughs> like a four out of ten wank joke. I know No one else could see that. I know a tradie who told me that he used to have a wank on the way to work in the car. Okay, I was really? No, jo- no fucking joke, dude. I thought it was weird. I hope take, you guys do too. What did just take the sort of? Was he a nicer person on the work site because of it? Less angry? Oh, he's either got a sex addiction, yeah, and this is a way of just sort of I don't know numbing it down a little bit for the day. I mean, if but it works, it's biz- <laughs> just do it before you leave. I think I, that's the key. Maybe I'm, a, I'm not going to say who it is or whatever, but I know someone who's wanked on the job. Really? Wanked on the job. I feel like job. episode Un- fourteen. A- did we talk about that? I yeah, think we talked about work wanks. <laughs> we did this. Uh, yeah, episode fourteen before we thought that this was going to be a thing that would sort of. Okay. We didn't think would have Seth Godin and just. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we uh, we spoke about sort of uh, radical honesty, mm, and so yeah. we just went through moments of talking about things that we are uncomfortable with personally, but things that we've done, mm. and I think oh, that maybe I think that a work wank definitely made it in there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's I mean, a squeegee in my ass also made it in there as well, which you'll have to listen which to the episode. If, if, if Josh didn't do that as a 14-year-old yeah. kid, how old were you? 12? 14? In. So, well, 19? this is the thing. In. Hmm? In. in. As in, in I ass. put it in my ass, yeah. yes. Okay. The, I don't know. I, for a, I was hoping you said on and then I was like, no, maybe you said in. No, maybe you said in. in. No, but the thing is, um, that was actually, um, Cause that's it was, actually it was older. Hygienic, it was like 15. It was, I was like 15. I it probably, wasn't, Luke, it wasn't for cleaning purposes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was because said in. The, the, reason, the reason why I did it, to be clear, was because I had a uh, sex ed teacher who was trying to give us a, a, a more sort of real experience around <laughs> what, what you need to know about your body. And she was an older lady and she mm. said, talked about the male's G-spot in our asses. Yeah. And so that's why I reckon I wouldn't have been the only one. Lead a dog to water. Yeah. Exactly. Drink. <laughs> See, I know that oh, is, horse. as a fact. Yeah. And I've never, never tried that it. curious. I haven't had to do it since. Well, because I realized I didn't want to be. No, I kind of envy you because I, everyone does want to know what it feels like. I just, Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. good I mean, on you. But the funny thing is that I then, I mentioned on the show and then I had a mate who was very sort of casual. He said, ah, oh, yes, I got a, uh, my wife to put a dildo in my ass on the weekend uh, to test it. It was the first time he was testing it out, and that's not even that's not even a joke. But um, we do we do what have a brave a squ- woman. We do have a squeegee key ring key roll. Uh, Alt ski ski ski. What do we have? Key G. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Squeegee key ring cult. Yeah, we got to We actually. So the reason that. <laughs> Why did you call it the most difficult sentence? <laughs> well, to say? It, it hasn't been difficult up until like, today. Oh, I've got some new Peter uh, Pido pick some pickled peppers merch. Or... <laughs> no, but these Either, are. The... We're also selling sh- uh, seashells that she sells by the <laughs> shirts. Um, no, so this uh, this uh, key ring uh, for people who listen to the show regularly would know this is actually designed by 3D Dill, which is how he got his name. And so uh, he actually has come from Canada and he brought, like we basically started this cult. There's only four of them and I've got, or six of them. How many do we have? Mm. There's nine in total. Really? Yeah. Three went missing in. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're in my (laughs) house right now. In in Um, Josh's house. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but that's how 3D Deal came to be. So he was listening to the show. He said, I've got a 3D printer. I'll make these for you. Yeah. And then uh, before you know it. I guess the, you're, you're in the business, Luke, of, sort of noticing things that are 
picking up momentum and running with them. Yes. It's what I love about creativity radio. It's like you start to see what audience is picking up on, like um, you sipping water. On stage. Oh, did you see that? How yes. weird is that? That happens at all my shows and I don't know why. I still don't know why. So when he – explain what, what happens. So, you know, there's – have you guys seen comedy, obviously, live yeah, comedy yeah, before? Yeah. The comedian, you know, about 10 minutes in, you know, your, your throat gets a little past, so you walk over to the stool, have a drink, and there's always this weird pause where the, there's like 150 people or whatever or sometimes if you're that big, a theatre of people just staring at you drinking and in no other profession does that happen no. where everyone's just watching you drink. So at my shows, like it always starts at the first time, someone just to feel the awkwardness one time just went <laughs> and Single clapping clap. and I was like, thank you or whatever. <laughs> and then the next time I went and got a drink about 10 minutes later in the show, about 30 people started to clap. <laughs> and then by the end, I was almost getting a standing ovation like to the point where I'd be like, and everyone would go nuts and then I'd take it away and everyone would be silent. That's and then it was like, what? Uh, how did, uh, do you find that that adds to the show or at the beginning Not was, at it, all, was it rattling? Uh, <laughs> it, did, like from an energy point of view? Oh, it's funny. Like yeah. it's a good thing to call back throughout the show, but sometimes I'll be halfway through a joke, forget about it, and I'm so mm. into telling the joke and I just quickly get a drink and everyone starts going nuts and I'm like, what? Like, oh, like example of it, I have a clip of it. I was like, oh, so I went to Thailand recently and I just got a drink and then everyone started going nuts and I was like, why so many people care about Thailand? <laughs> and then I briefly forget all the time, like, oh, it's shit. Yeah, okay, we're all doing memes. Okay, cool. It, it actually reminds me of I th when I when I watch Ricky Gervais's special, I feel like he's got big fosters. Like oh, he's got yeah, like obnoxiously yeah. large. Well, that happens in my new special that yeah. we've shot and it's coming out. And <laughs> and I don't know how each audience is. So it happened in like Adelaide, happened in Canberra, happened mm -hmm. in Brisbane. I don't know how these people are communicating <laughs> this garbage to each other. It's so what, what is the main way of your tribe or your people, your your fans? Your cult. Your cult? Cult, yeah, I do have a cult. W what is the way that they communicate? Have you worked out how you can get them all <sighs> sort like of... like Instagram and I, I do reply to like everyone's DMs usually. Yeah. And do they talk they amongst each other? Yes, I have a Discord as well for like the, the Patreon people. Like it's so weird. Like some of them have become friends. Yeah. Like yeah. they've met through my coming to my shows. Like then the yeah. next year... You meet two people you met the year before and like, oh, we're dating now. And you're like, that's so weird. It's that's happened. Funny. Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, you I mentioned bonding over weird podcasts. Like, well, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a weird time. I mean, what I was thinking about us doing seven days, if, if you listen to every show, there's a massive buy-in mm -hmm. that I think is like if you listen to one show a week, you have buy-in, but it becomes the voice in your ear. I wonder how many people are listening nice. to one I feel like it'd be hard. Did someone just fucking yawn? Did I hear a yawn? Yeah, sorry, that that yeah, yeah. Do that again, mate. You're done. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> literally. <laughs> this is what happened. We changed the audio levels. We've given him more mic volume, and I fucking regret it. But anyway, um, uh, the I, what I wanted to bring up was um, you mentioned VCal. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, was it your stand-up special that you're slicing up? Or uh, is that, that, was that, from, that was just a clip from a couple of years ago. That yeah. was me opening for my friend Lewis. As you uh -huh. had Lewis yeah, Spears yeah. on the show before. Mm -hmm. That was when I opened for his special. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I did that VCAL bit and it since has gone very viral. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't think it was that. Oh, no, I thought it was a good bit, but it mm. would have been a bit I never put in a special, but I'm glad I did put it out. I viral in a good way or viral the, in This the, one was viral in a good okay. way. But like, I got like 3 million uh, views just from... VCAL kids who love it. And now it's, I've heard so many stories of uh, VCAL uh, teachers playing it in really? class, which kind of proves my point uh, <laughs> that VCAL is a waste of time. I, um, um, 
I dropped out of VCAL, which is the ultimate. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, I dropped out of TAFE, so everyone thought I was punching down. I'm like, dude, I'm just punching directly across like, <laughs> to the <laughs> gronk next to me. Yeah. I mean, it's a, v, it's a VCAL thing to do. I but think, if you don't know what VCAL punch. is, it stands for Victorian Certificate of Applied Learning, doesn't it? Really? I, think I, so. I don't yeah. think the VCAL kids would know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, I, I, I don't know. TAFE no. in high school. It's kind of like if yeah. you don't want to do year 12, then you'd, or you don't want to do VCE, you do mm. like... Uh, they just do stupid shit. Well, the problem that I had with because I was probably a perfect uh, student for something like a VCAL. Yeah. But because I wasn't like a seen as someone who would do a trade, it didn't really fit. But I feel like if they were to change VCAL to be more like open, so it's like you could be a creative or a filmmaker. Well, they and do are it trying stuff. to because that's why I went there. So yeah. the whole story is I, I tell the story where I went to a school to teach VCAL kids how to do stand-up. They mm. employed me. They were like, hey, uh, this VCAL teacher messaged me going, hey, like we're doing this stand-up comedy thing. We'd love to get a comedian to come in and help the kids write like a five-minute thing. And I, I thought it was super weird. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. They're going to pay me. I was, it's I'm like, like going to a jail yeah, or I'm something. Like, I'm not you know? busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a lot during the day. So I was like, sweet. And I thought, oh, I might get a story out of it. And I'm very glad I went. And then the kids just were not interested because the kids who were there were mm. – there to do a trade or whatever. So yeah, they're yeah. like, why are we learning stand-up? And I'd be the same. Yeah. If I had no interest to do stand-up comedy, I'd be like, why am I sitting here listening to this guy? <laughs> I love that the teacher thought it was a great idea. I think it's cool. I it's, reckon that's know, so cool it's though. It's literally yeah. glorified babysitting. Like that's what yeah, I was yeah. doing. It <laughs> was like, just just tell them to sit there and keep an eye on them for two yeah. hours. So did you, how do you actually set up a class for uh, I felt like up. I was like uh, I was like the Jack Black in School of Rock. Uh-huh. I kind of <laughs> came in, I closed the door, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be real with you. Who here wants to learn stand up?" And mm-hmm. they were like, uh, "And like two people, kids." I was like, "Cool, I'll go have to teach you. You guys, if you just shut up for two hours, <laughs> I don't care what you do. I'm like, just don't be annoying." <laughs> I was so pretty good. much like that guy. <laughs> and were they reciprocal to that? Like, yeah, the kids were just like, "Sweet, I've got a free period off." And then by the end, like. I kind of, I did the anti thing of like, by the end I was being funny and they were teaching these yeah. kids how to write jokes or whatever. And the kids who thought they were too cool for it at the start kind of started to join yeah. in. They were like, you yeah. fucking nagged yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, I did. It's the game. You <laughs> fucking that, nailed like, it. Like, you know, one of them was sitting there at the back with his arms folded. And then by then he's like, oh, I've got a story. And yeah, then it, like, yeah, he started yeah. telling me, he's like, oh, you know, it could be funny. And then. I realized five minutes and I was like, you're writing stand-up. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you are. He's like, no, I'm not. It's usually the kids that don't want to be involved that have something in them. Or, or are they You've not got dumbasses. something in your teeth, by the way, which I don't think the camera will pick up. Is it? Uh, do I? I feel like you do. I, oh, maybe it it's a gap. No, it's, like, no, it's just my fucking yeah. head. <laughs> you know, like a poppy seed. If you had a po- yeah, there it is. It's Go gone. On. Uh, it's moved. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I was I keep looking at the yeah. Good? We good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's moved. All right, I'm gonna do this <laughs> for the rest of you. Yeah, so. right. You actually wouldn't be able to see it. Um, you've you, you had a radio show. Yes. Uh, with uh, Lewis Spears, who we've had on the show. Yes. How did how did that come about? What as someone who I see you as someone who's been able to foster a community online, something that a lot of radio people dream of doing yeah and so you've you sort do of they? i don't know if they do i reckon there's a lot of i think the, well what's it, it's like that's youtube what, stars want to be tv stars right um TV radio stars, stars want to be youtubers I think maybe at the start because tv was still the big media. yeah tv I maybe think, not but i think youtube stars just want to be youtube stars now because it's well, like tmz report on youtubers 
yeah, as yeah. much as they report on TV stars. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. there's M- David Dobrik like and Logan Paul like being ambushed in the street. Yeah. But like, David Dobrik talks about his if his dream is to have his own Tonight Show, like talk oh, show, mm-hmm. and so well, the, I think what I reckon w- the future of that is on the internet. Well, that's like, what I mean. You'll but have yeah, that, yeah. But it's just on the internet. I think that everyone's like undervaluing their own plot, like area in mm. in that sort of sort of thing. Hasn't he got like 18, 13 million, whatever? Yeah. How many mm-hmm. subscribers he has? Isn't that like probably more viewers than the Tonight Show has? Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Well, that's but that's the weirdness in like humans. We we value things that we think that we want, but we've got the actual yeah. thing. Right there. Yeah. I mean, it, why did you do? Why did you decide to do radio at the start? Uh, well, that's what we've just realised recently. Was we've since stopped doing it, but mm. I think we just wanted to do Luke and Lewis. We wanted to do a show together, and then I think the go-to at the start of you know you're a comedian, you're like, all right, we want to do a show. What's a platform we can do that show on? And the obvious choice was radio, and we knew. Um, and I think the reason why I found out about your podcast mm-hmm. was we knew Jack Post. Yeah, I knew him from Community Radio, like at Sin, mm-hmm. and um, so I'd met him a couple of times, and then. Lewis knew uh, Sam Kavanagh, mm-hmm. who's, who was Hamish and Andy's old producer, and through like a family friend. And I think we just shot him an email and we recorded a little demo. And he was like, nah, come back when you want to change your online stuff. That's what Sam said. And he was pretty what does that? What did that mean? Kind of just like, oh, Lewis was doing some pretty edgy stuff and mm-hmm. still yeah. is at the time. And he's yeah. like, maybe you guys aren't fit for radio. But then he was like, look, I'll still forward this on to all the content producers. Then Dave Cameron... Uh, messes like emailed us like three days later going come in I oh that's great so, there's a connection there because uh tommy's like call up that was through mm. dave when you got the shepherding gig yeah he emailed me about 12 30 a.m just <laughs> mate do you want a job regional how old were you i was 22 that's like some scooter brawn shit but it's way less weird yeah, yeah. you're 22 like up in the middle of the night watching little boys <laughs> in, you know? but in your case big boys you know that's how justin bieber was found yeah, you could yeah, have been the true. justin bieber of radio yeah, yeah. but i'm shit and so, <laughs> I mean, so what was the um so where so it, so dave cameron reached out was that he reached out then we came in and then jack was really good uh mm-hmm. jack post was really good and stayed after so we used to come in for about six weeks in a row after Hamish and Andy finished and Jack used to stay around and record a demo for us, like just for free. Like, Amazing. Which was very nice for him because yeah. mm. we, they were like, oh, we need to record a demo, but they didn't want to pay anyone. <laughs> yeah. If you've worked in radio, yeah, yeah. you'll know that they don't want to pay anyone mm-hmm. to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so that then Jack said, yeah, I'm happy to do it, which this was This is probably when nice. Jack was trying to build his house, which is probably like would have been two years of delay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so what was the... Um, uh, then what were you trying to get out of those tapes? What were like? What were those? Um, we just wanted a show, and then we got put on the modern digital, like the Triple M digital network, mm-hmm. and then that was awesome. And then I think that that's where our show was probably best. And then after about a year on that, we oh no, not even like eight months on that, we got put on Fox on the Sunday nights, mm-hmm. and we're doing like the fill-in stuff on the school mm-hmm. holidays and like on the survey breaks, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, I think we just re- realized that like, oh, this isn't what maybe we really wanted to do at the start. I yeah. think we lost sight of what we originally wanted to do. Mm. Like on Triple M Modern Digital, we were doing whatever we wanted to do. Mm. And we were doing all this ridiculous stuff like walking to work and yeah. like 30 kilometers and doing all these dumb challenges. The 30 kilometers bit is the outrageous yeah, bit. You're not well, walking work. Yeah, you not walk walking work every day. <laughs> yeah, well, the joke Guys. was that I, yeah, yeah, I was proving that I don't live in the country because yeah. Lewis thinks I live in the country. And he said, if you live, if you don't live in the country, he goes, you could walk to work. And I was like, fine. And I got up the next day and walked six hours. We had a bloke by the name of Craig Harper on the show yeah. earlier in the week. And he, we were talking about what we're doing and, 
and how there's no rules. He's got a podcast too. Yeah. There's no rules to what we're doing. And yeah. I, that's what I'd love. Radio, there is a lot of rules. So many. There's and stakeholders. I don't mind those. It, it does keep the content moving and it's almost fun to sometimes play in that field. But then yeah. I think we're just better not playing that. Because I think our show was like an anti-radio show anyway. Mm. Like we used to break them. Like that was kind of the show. Like we used to do a segment called like, is our boss listening? Where we'd throw out a massive threat. Like we're going to do something awful on air. Uh, and we... We, we timed how long it was between our studio and Dave Cameron's office and we used to play a timer and because he used to insist that he listened every day, but we knew he didn't. <laughs> so we used to like start the clock and we're like, Dave, if you don't do this, we're going to leave. One time we just left. We're like, we're not, we're like, we're 10 minutes in the show. We're like, we're not yeah. going to do the show today. <laughs> and then we just left. Yeah. So like, I feel like the appeal of our show and why it built an audience so quick of our online fans was because yeah. it was a radio show like, on roids like it was yeah, a radio show yeah. like why do these guys have a show but what do you learn about audience when you do a radio show because essentially a radio station has their own audience and yeah. you're then on their you're land. presenting to yeah. an, an existing audience i think that was all, always the battle between us and not like it wasn't there was never any tension but like the, the, between us and the radio station was like there like, can be tension they're like right? this is how you appeal to the Fox audience and we're like, we didn't care because we already mm. had our own online audience. What was that out of curiosity? What would they say? What were the brand filters if you <sighs> wanted to be the perfect perfect boys? For example, like <laughs> they just used to stop us from doing stuff that we thought was hilarious. Yeah. Like we used to have this segment called Businesses Exposed and Lewis always wanted to expose the radio station for not, you know, the flying fox, mm -hmm. how it's not a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. a sound effect uh -huh. for the traffic report. Mm -hmm. and, but they go like live at the flying fox and it's just someone in a news booth with a helicopter yeah. effect <laughs> playing over it. We always wanted to, to just expose them on air for that and they used to hate that shit. Yeah. And we used to come up with stuff like, that's just one example of Because well, making 20. fun of them, right? Yeah, we used to always make fun of the radio station. We used yeah. to maybe, uh, like when big guests used to come in, we used to like, when Will I Am came in, I remember he had a bunch of chocolates there waiting for him and like we were there the night before he did the performance before the grand final or whatever last yeah. year when he was on the fox and we just always like steal their chocolates and like we're eating will am's chocolate <laughs> it's just like it was a constant thing of like yeah. can you guys just rein it in yeah, a yeah. little yeah it was just like every day we were like oh we could do this and we'd be running through the office like yeah just crazy and stuff, so it's yeah. been what six months since you finished radio <laughs> stuff about that or yeah like we've that? probably wrapped up about march like just before the comedy yeah. festival I think. and so today you're announcing that you guys yes. are back you've got your podcast back yeah it's it seems happening. like i've come on this podcast to announce that it yeah. was actually a coincidence <laughs> so we've got no, will no, i am he's coming on tomorrow <laughs> yeah, to announce something and he's eating all your chocolate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yes. so what was it, i mean what was the thought process because you could say that the, all those nights that you spent uh, doing the air checks or whatever with uh, Jack Post was leading, it was essentially a podcast. Yeah, well, we don't regret doing anything. Like mm -hmm. the show was so much fun and it built what we had today. And so many people loved our radio show because mm -hmm. I think maybe we didn't, well, I think we always stayed true to what we thought it was. Like we never did a, like you guys have worked in radio, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like this, like, oh, you guys should talk about this because it's in the news. And you're like, well, we don't want to talk about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's also we great that the night shift, like I think that, the areas that you're playing in, yeah. was that you? if you were in a breakfast show yeah. in Shepparton or whatever, all of a sudden you have to talk about they the They offered us earthquake. a lot of regional stuff yeah. and we were like, so an example was it was in the news at the time, I remember an air check, it was the Cardinal Pell case was happening and I was mm. like, just as an example, would we have to talk about that seriously yeah. on air? And mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, of course. And I was like, well, like, well that's not what yeah. we wanted to do. Mm. We just wanted to do Luke and Lewis. So the reason why we kind of 
stopped it was because there was uh, not a lot of, you know, by the end we were doing it in different states all the time because mm-hmm. one of us would be doing shows interstate. And then we also really wasn't maybe the path we wanted to go down to. And also, like, we were only on once a week. We wanted mm. to do it more. Mm. Um, I think so. that's a great decision. I think that a lot of people don't listen to that internal voice. But being Everyone able to say... we're crazy. Like, all the other comedians on the circuit think we're mm-hmm. nuts for quitting a radio show because that's all think what a lot of people are striving towards. Well, that's what... I guess that's what we're talking about at the front. Mm. It's that the, there's a lot of people who... Uh, idolize certain things mm. within the industry where it's like there's a bunch of people who like look at like who are in radio like i've heard people who are really successful in radio being chuffed that they're on a podcast and it's like it's <laughs> yeah. that seems well a bit i just weird. think i've I've been lucky enough to experience both sides mm. on it and i've you know weighed them up and i just think the online stuff there's more creativity it's probably more work but yeah. at the mm. end of the day there's more positives because you got more freedom if you're lucky enough to have an online following, I think just go for that and there's more. Because, again, like there was other people at the radio station controlling our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just Which, not yeah. that. I mean, so what describe the the podcast? Yeah, what is so it, what now is it we're be? just coming back and pretty much doing like, like what well, you guys do, yeah. just like whatever we want. We're yeah. coming every day like, you know, if I want to trash Lewis or something for 10 minutes, you can't do that yeah. on radio yeah. because you got to go to a song. Yeah. So, well, it's one long talk break, right? This yeah. is, we have mm-hmm. multiple chances. Are you still living in the country? Uh, I do still live in Diamond City, yes. <laughs> Diamond, yes. Diamond City sounds... Diamond City. I mean, it's called Diamond Creek. But oh, okay, fuck. Diamond I was going to say, because Diamond no. City, it sounds I like... I call it Diamond City. No, it sounds I'm like there's a casino. <laughs> the Diamond City, actually, it's amazing how the name, the uh, a slight it tweak like of a, a name... It's a strip club, bro. No, Diamond City. It sounds Diamond like, City. Diamond City sounds like a casino yeah, in Vegas or whatever. Strip club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes it, it takes Josh... Uh, you know, the moon has to be in the right position. Coffee cup has to be in the right place for him to do anything mm. to get down to business. Yeah, very specific. If it's too cold, too hot, don't like <laughs> baby doesn't like to work. But I think creative endeavors require, I don't know, you need to sort of be in a right place, some circumstances to get started for you writing comedy. Are you needing to like what works for you? Yeah, I've Tried a bunch of different stuff. Uh, I used to go down to my park and with a notebook and not take my phone. And then occasionally I'd be like, oh, what's another word for that? And I'd want to Google it, which kind uh, of yeah, yeah, did yeah. hinder you a little. <laughs> so like I've now got a like dictionary? a healthy, yeah, I'm not going to sit there at the park with a dictionary. <laughs> that would be pretty. And a thesaurus. Like. <laughs> Couldn't you buy dictionaries? No, I guess you'd have to. I mean, you get yeah. like an Oxford dictionary. Yeah. I've wondered about that, like getting a fucking. Yeah. I never appreciated scientific calculators when I was growing up. Still don't. I see. I, I still don't. I have no appreciation. How weird was it in uh, high school when. Like primary school, it was like a it was considered cheating to have, use a calculator. Then you get into high school, mm. and it's like, why don't you have a calculator in class? <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, I didn't bring it, and they're like, well, you need it. Well, I it was always considered yeah. cheating in yeah. primary yeah. school. Yeah, it was definitely it? a. I mean, I guess the difference between primary school and high school is primary school was more sort of your times tables. Do you know what six yeah. times six is? Thirty six. That's very yeah. good. Thank you. <laughs> it was a complete scam, though. Think about how much money. Parents around Australia have spent around the world on calculators. I don't the know if it's a scam. Ah, scam. Mine was like 150, like those yeah. big yeah. ones. They're so expensive. That's what I mean. They all those books. Yeah. Seriously, I mean now it's a bit different. Yeah. I mean it's a classic dad move. You can tell that you're a dad because you just call everything <laughs> yeah. a fucking scam. It's it wasn't a scam. It's a. It's an expensive. Because I remember that was the most expensive thing in the whole 
uh, like your book book list mm. was a scientific calculator. Oh, some of those textbooks are getting pretty expensive, mm. especially ridiculous. In, I mean, I only did one year of like a course out of school, but yeah. I remember. I think it was like one was like two hundred bucks. Were you doing music? Yeah. What was the? <laughs> I was doing a bachelor of music business at music. Box Hill TAFE, which is um business of music. Yeah, it's, it's like music all I learned was there was no money in music, so I quit. <laughs> <laughs> but thirteen grand later, I've now got a thirteen grand hex debt that um That's fucked. I've actually yeah since paid off. I just decided to just pay it off yeah. as quickly as I could. So does it chase you? You know you get charged um like a level of interest. It's called indexation and all your uh, hex debt. I didn't yeah. know that. I don't think got, a lot of people do. Have you got hex debt? No, it I don't. Up, it goes does up every that. year. Mister ninety seven does. How much you got? No, I don't have any. Oh, you paid because it off. No, well, because he's my from parents paid up from yeah. New Zealand. Did you go to private school? No, public. Born oh. high school. Yeah, which is yeah. basically... for you. Yeah. Your parents paid off your parents. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was only there for two months yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at uni. Yeah. What, was the, what oh, okay. was the actual bill, do you think? Uh, I think it was two and a half. Oh, that's all right. Three, three, deal, but literally much? for three months, though, how crazy is that? Yeah. Two I mean, it's cheap. It's it, more than rent. Okay, no, it's not. No, it's <laughs> how much? How much? Home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's that's a year's worth of rent. It's like oh. deals in his fourth year, third year, going fourth? into my fourth year. It's only a competition, year. but how much student debt do you have? Probably thirty-two grand at the moment. What's yeah. what's the deal in Canada? Um, we used to have a six-month grace period where we could save up money and then start paying it back. Um, but no, six months is not that much time. No, but no. then the government decided to cut that. And then so as soon as I finish my degree, I have to start paying. What sort of payments do you reckon a month you will be up for? Probably starting at like four fifty, five hundred bucks. A month. A month. Yeah. Far out. So it's not like a percentage of your income like here. No. Here's what, like 2.5% or 5% yeah. of well, your income? It's after you earn a certain amount of cash. After you earn $50,000 a year, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, so you could just go through on 40 Which means 48. I'll never have to pay it off. I don't know why I did. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a comedian... Like what is it, what do your books actually look like? How does how does this whole how does <laughs> this, run us through your profit and yeah, loss? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping you'll be asking Will I am this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, like how do, how does it actually work? I like, would say most of the money comes in through touring, mm-hmm. so like pretty much sixties percent, and then maybe like a bit of online stuff. But online stuff, I'm only making like I think people think we make a lot more mm-hmm. off of YouTube. Like I only make like two hundred bucks a month off of YouTube because yeah, sure. all my stuff gets demonetized. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you think I'm joking? I'm no, not. No, no, I mean I can 100 percent believe it. It I just think gets that, demonetized. But then they changed. They changed ha- ha- some restrictions around mo- an account that can be monetized. Yeah. You have well, to put up a certain amount of videos or but the whole yeah, thing yeah. is views. Yeah, like at the start you got to have a thousand subscribers and also a certain amount of watch time. Yeah, but the thing month. is, yeah. which just cuts out all those weird yeah. kids at school where they're like got 70 subscribers. I think it's just YouTube going like, we only want to deal with uh, the top 80% of, or the top 60% of YouTube users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's lots of people with like Minecraft channels out there getting 30 views. Mm. What's the point of monetizing yeah. for either party? Well, that's like, what I They're not going to make any money mm. out of it if they're only getting 30 views. You pretty much mm. don't make any money out of it until you have about 10,000 to 20,000 subscribers anyway. I mean, that was the thing when that when they announced that. It's like the amount of money that they're leaving on the table is like $10 a month is what the people would be making if they were actually. Not and even. so it's like. So, well, it's, I made 90 bucks on my account over its life. Uh, and then I read the fine print. And until you go you know, over. A, yeah, you go yeah. over 100, they don't pay it out. Yeah, oh, that's so, so exactly. they, have, the, they have a threshold every month. So some months, like if I don't upload enough, I wouldn't even hit that threshold. Yeah. So I won't even get paid some months. And so, uh, 
um, I feel like you invest quite heavily in those, um, like the special that you did and the content yeah, that you're creating. So that cost me ten thousand dollars to yeah. film my own special. But mm -hmm. I think everyone—that's the future. I think is people self-funding stuff, like mm -hmm. instead of waiting around for Netflix to give you one. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna try and get on some streaming services anyway, because streaming services are a lot more likely to give you the time of day because. If they don't have to do any work mm -hmm. and you just mm. like have a product for them, that's so much easier for them mm. than making, you know, making a Netflix original comedy special is more effort than just buying an existing one. Yeah. So I think if you have a finished product and especially if you bank up a couple, you can give them all and hopefully in a few years is the plan to a streaming service. Yeah, and, definitely. And I mean, we've been talking to people at Stan and they're like, yeah, I mean, we, if we don't have to do anything, we'll take it. Yeah. Well, their content... They, they need content. Mm. They do, yeah. And you've got, I guess there's companies like Netflix who are spending, what, what was that number that you were saying the other day, Mr. 97? I think it's around 20 billion. Yeah, there's a lot Something of money like going into uh, content. And did you hear those numbers of how many views that uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston film got in the oh, first no. weekend? Oh. It was like something like uh, 30 million just in the US wow. and Canada. TJ watched which it is five like, times. <laughs> but that's like a quarter Once. of their population. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Or is not? How no, many right. how they got hundreds of millions. Oh, okay, that's like a tenth of their population. Yeah. That's no, more no. than so, our yeah, population. It's about a year's worth of rent. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's more than our population <laughs> in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. We've, got 20, we've got 25. 25 yeah, so they don't teach that in VCAL. That's use a calculator for that one. No, but so how do you... Where's the scientific calculator? How did you justify, so as uh, video production people, yeah. we see the value in spending 10 grand because that's our well, you business. Make, well, I made, you know, over half of it back off the show because mm. there was 400 people yeah. there. So you make most of it back on the night mm -hmm. selling tickets. Mm. Um, but still, I then I paid it off throughout the rest of my tour. So every show I did between Brisbane and pretty much the end of my tour, I was, didn't, wasn't making any money. I was mm -hmm. just paying off my special. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that's so, that's super rewarding, right? But then right? next year, mm -hmm. the idea is like people have seen the special, more, you sell more tickets, more people come to your shows. So it's like, it's just an investment, you know, put in money to make money. So do you, will you do a special, is the idea that you do a special every 12 months? Ah, uh, nah. I no. think like once every few years, once okay. every couple of two years, because it needs to be like a good hour. Mm -hmm. You don't want to put out the, just the hour that you do every year because, you yeah. know. Some bits are, you know, they're good in the room, but like I think when you, you guys will know if you watch a special on Netflix, it's, mm. you know, you've, I feel like it's not as, never as funny as being in the room. Uh, I'm always disappointed every time I turn on a yeah. Netflix special. Well, don't watch mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hate it. No, I, who, who are you disappointed with? No, I, I just think like all the big, I think, I think, I think all the big, new one was awesome. yeah, I think that like um, the difference between being in like a, a actual, um, like going to a stand-up night seeing or going, it. seeing it in person oh, versus so versus doing the Netflix yeah. thing. I just feel like the way that I always land on a comedy special on Netflix is it's like uh, maybe I feel the pressure, especially with Brie, my girlfriend, when putting on a comedy special, it feels like there's an extra layer of like we'll say, okay, if we don't laugh in the first 10 minutes, we'll turn yeah, well, it people off. People give it 10 minutes, yeah. which is why you got to put all your best shit at the start. Yeah. 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 I which, mean, but then you've got comedians like Chris D'Elia, who does a podcast by himself every mm. week? It's so fucking funny. Yeah, and I, and I, I love his stand up too. Last year, and I saw him in Melbourne, and he was like amazing. Yeah, I think he's so funny, but it's amazing that you can. I almost like sometimes. I almost like his um his, his podcast better. Yeah, just because it's him just riffing for an hour. 
But comedy is such a taste thing because I watch it and I don't laugh as much. Like there's heaps of stuff that I'm not I watching feel- funny enough people. I feel like well, no, I'm I watch... in the room though because I do a lot of crowd work at my shows. Like I reckon yeah. at my camera show, I did about 25, 30 minutes of crowd work and I only did about 40 minutes of material. Mm. So I think I, I am similar to Crystal Ear where it's like a thing where it maybe you are funnier on the spot, mm. you know, but but that's never as funny to watch back online because mm. yeah. it's like you weren't there. There's yeah. an energy to the room, I yeah. guess, that you're sort of playing off, which when you're in, when you're you sitting at home. watching yeah. on the couch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. And so... How many how many days a week are you doing the podcast with? Uh, so Lewis and I are going to be doing it two days a week, Tuesday, Amazing. Thursday, uh-huh. and then we both have an individual one as well. So still three podcasts a week. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. And so what's the, from a strategic point of view, how much thought do you put to distribution? For instance, the, the YouTube stuff I was watching on the weekend, uh, how much effort there is now in that, you know, the funnel and the analytics thing where it's like watch mm. time and you've got to get all yeah. this shit right and people are updating their thumbnails after the fact and testing things. Yeah. And I was looking at your YouTube channel and you've very much got it all dialed in, very compelling thumbnails. I don't and, know if I do. Like, oh, well, I think thumbnails-wise, like if you look at ours, it's all fucking like us sitting at a desk, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I feel like you do need to put a picture. Just to say if you talk about like whatever, Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise mm-hmm. fight, you need to put a picture mm-hmm. of Justin Bieber and Tom Cruise in the thumbnail. We spent yeah. a week covering that. People are, <laughs> yeah, people are so thick though. They're like, I know those two people. I will click. Like yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. People goes through uh-huh. people's head. Like I know all of those words. Yeah. And then How much do you think about it though? Like are you... Um, of course. Yeah. It's, I think what's what would I click on? I'm like, mm-hmm. and I do. I get sucked in by mm. stuff. We all do. Like, you see something pop up on your homepage. You're like, oh, that seems juicy. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, I've got, I've got four minutes. I could, I could watch that. <laughs> Everyone does that. So yeah. you just got to think about people's habits and mm-hmm. what's going to get people in. But also don't try too hard because then yeah. it's like you also get, you put off the true fans. Yeah. Well, I think that's sense. where we're at at the moment with it, which is. What would Maybe. you prefer to win the masses or have the? Well, I think also no one gives a shit. You win the masses because no one really cares. Like if I'm a fan of you guys, I'm not mm. gonna be like, oh, Tommy and Josh did like this this super clickbaity thumbnail. I'm not watching it out of principle. Yeah, no one's thinking yeah, that. Yeah. Everyone just goes, oh, I'll watch it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So it's in, yeah, it's in, <laughs> I think that that's like one of the stories that we're constantly pushing back on that we tell ourselves is probably limiting beliefs around. Oh, we don't do that, or like it's. But I think which, like it's, that was a thing five years ago. Mm, yeah. But since, because ev- everyone's doing it, mm-hmm. and now mm. it's the only way to get views and clicks and yeah. stuff. Well, what, you just do it. What do you feel uh, that p- internal pushback on? Like, is there anything that you feel like is a bit gross that you have to do? Because I think people don't like to be self-promoting and yeah. shit. There's a there's a sense that you know people have a filter, right? And I you mean, walked I'm, away from radio based on. X, Y, and Z, like say with the regional stuff that really doesn't fit. So that we've got to fit with our stand up. Yeah. We, at the end of the day, we pretty much went into a couple of meetings and it was pretty, they were essentially saying in a nice way, yeah. you, there's going to be a fork in the road where you mm-hmm. have to pick between stand up yeah, yeah. and radio. And obviously everyone on radio is like, and I'm pretty sure it's obvious which one you yeah, want to yeah, pick. Yeah. And they're all going, it's radio. And yeah. we're just like, no, it's yeah. so not. Like yeah. Yeah. this is a, a side project in mm-hmm. stand up. We're comedians. Yeah. So. And so what is that, um, to, to TJ's point, um, mm. 
the self-promotion, what yeah. what do you cringe at? What don't you like doing? I mean, I don't, no one likes self-promoting. No one's like, oh, swipe up, check out the new podcast. But I Fuck, also want. Some people are convincing, mate. But I also <laughs> want people to watch it. So yeah. I, therefore I'm happy to do yeah. it and I know it works and I'm happy to plug my merch because it, you know, it's how I, it's an income stream mm-hmm. for me. And I feel like the days of being shameless is almost over. Even with your audience, no one cares. Yeah. Mm. As long as you don't push stuff every single day. People, I am conscious of how much I push things, people to buy things, you know, and how much I push people to watch a certain thing because there's a time where it's too much. Yeah. Well, mm. I remember the um, getting a lot of Insta ads of the tambourine stuff. And does that, is that bother yeah, you? Because no, that's not th- me. No, no, I think. That's just like my management over. I've yeah, yeah. Paid ads. Well, no, I think that it's. Um, I think it's fine. He bought one. He bought two. Yeah, exactly. He's got two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but I think that, no, it's an interesting, um, like. uh, See, I I never see him. Yeah. I guess a part of it is like the, when we think that we're getting tired of them as creators, it's only just getting cut through from people. That's another thing. Which I think is part of it too. Literally the reason I realize is I do 20, 15, 20 nights, whatever at the comedy festival Mm -hmm. and can guarantee a week after I finish, you always get five messages going. So, oh, you, you never do shows in Melbourne. Why don't you do shows in Melbourne? Yeah, I like, just yeah. did Melbourne for a month. Yeah. What about and, what about saying the same thing? I mean, a comedy special, an hour. You're but, not coming with a new hour every day. How do you? F- I do an hour, a new hour every <laughs> day. <laughs> every joke. Every day. Like, I wonder if there's any comedians that say I don't do a joke twice. That's be, ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's silly because you're crafting it. You're seeing how it works. That's why it's ridiculous why I brought it but, up, guys. You just do you don't f- have to put me down. <laughs> do you feel so bad now? No, it's just like, no, that's fuck, that's not how comedy works. <laughs> uh, that's why he I also doesn't it. watch specials. That's why, No, I do fucking watch. Like, what would you know? You hate every comedy special. <laughs> I don't like laughing. Saying the same thing, do you feel, you know, because some people might come a couple of times. I mean, you got to get that out of your head. It's a, it's a person people who's not a comedian. Don't thought, right? care. I had people come to my show three times this year, and they love it. They, and they almost laugh harder because they yeah. want to bring. They're their, ready. They bring They're their ready. friends the second time, like, oh, and they know the bit. Yeah, this and is the bit you're gonna laugh. As Go. long as they don't yell at the punchlines, I don't give a shit. And <laughs> as long as that? they know, nah, not really. Yeah, I've had people predict punchlines before, and that's when you know it's a bad punchline yeah, when yeah. everyone's thinking it. You're like, all right, I need to change that. Uh, <laughs> I've had have been leading up to a joke, and someone's just yelled at the punchline. I've just been like. Yep, <laughs> there, there it is. Oh, that's Fuck annoying. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the relationship with hecklers. I don't mind it. Yeah. I just love, like, I don't mind people contributing because, mm-hmm. I, again, I like doing crab yeah. work. Have you ever done improv? No. Which is what you do, basically, on I mean, the I podcast. Do, well, there's a, there's a level stage, of stage, but yeah, I've yeah. never studied it. Yeah. Mm. I just, I find that interesting. I've gone to a couple of those, like, fucking, literally, like, it's, Pushed as improv and they sort of I, I, d- I have a I did one class once, at mm-hmm. one, but like I was at like a university thing for another thing, and yeah. there was like an hour of the day was an improv class, and I ended up writing a bit about it. That's the thing. Whenever I do something weird like that, I usually just do it for a bit or ABC. <laughs> always be contenting. Yeah. Do you, do, is that how you approach uh, most situations in life? I mean, it's you don't want to live your life like that, but it's always in the back of your head. I think yeah. of like not when you're in the situation. Maybe <laughs> afterwards, you're like, was there anything in that? Yeah, I don't think if you go there going like, whoa, the content, and you're looking for it. Well, have you like so, I had uh, Brie, my girlfriend, tell me a story two days ago, or like I was like it was all happening in front of me, and I was like thinking to myself, this is gonna be fucking great for the podcast. And Brie literally said, she said, um, by the way, you can't mention any of this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have case? Do you have cases uh, like that? Of course, like my friends 
think they're like a lot of friends go, oh, bro, don't talk about this. I'm like, yeah, you're not that interesting. <laughs> I wasn't going. <laughs> but like, you do get people like, oh, you, you, people who I think, you know, they say something, especially old people. Old people always make the joke of like, they do something funny or whatever. Like, they, oh, I spilt my coffee. Like, don't use this in your act. <laughs> and you're like, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> my mum's onto it now. She's like, put this on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Which it we've done, a, we've a done a couple of nah, times. Did she ever? She didn't blow up about what did we mention? Uh, Can't yeah, remember. I f- secretly recorded her uh, saying, what, looking at a photo of Josh when he was really fat. Mm. Oh, he was very fat, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good little bit. <laughs> and I said, if we could Josh. actually put it up online, it would it'd be even better. But then she said after, oh, he's he's looking great or something now. You know, looking yeah, yeah. great now. So she That's had rough. Come, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the from a community point of view, uh, the the comedy community, the podcasting community. How do you? I feel like you're in a, a unique uh, position of being able to say it. We we don't do comedy. Mm. We like the idea. I like the idea of like being out on the road. Mainly, yeah. I like the idea of I heard Macca's. one story. Yeah, of just being in a car, <laughs> just having some snacks, and going to like the next. I gig. mean, I did do that. I usually fly everywhere because Australia's uh-huh. so big. But yeah. I did the last couple of shows my tour. I did Aubrey and Canberra in the one weekend. Yeah, and it's not fun. Like it's <laughs> the drive. Yeah, I like sitting. Drive. I like yeah, there was one sitting. day where I drove from Canberra to Melbourne like seven hours, and I was like, "This sucks." Were you on your own? No, I was with my girlfriend. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it still sucked. No, no it was, <laughs> she was great. But it's just like it's more just like you know we're taking turns and driving. Yeah, sure. We got like four hours in and. I've never listened to yeah. a true crime podcast, uh-huh. but we started going through. I'm like, let's just whack one on. We'll yeah. just see what all the fuss what's is the whole, about. What's this serial Three thing? Three episodes <laughs> down, I'm like into like Man on the Window. I'm like, I'll oh, play it, play the next one. I'm, I'm like so into yeah. it. I was like, you know, it's just, it's just kind of boring. I guess. Anything over two hours of a drive just starts to get no, boring. I, I love yeah. it. But so the community bit, do you find that are you? Uh, how many clubs can you do a a night? Is that even a thing in Australia? Uh, I think the and, most I've ever done a night is like three or four, uh-huh. three in Melbourne. Um, I'd love to go to New York and do like seven mm-hmm. in a night. That'd yeah. be cool. Mm. Um, How long I, are the bits that you, you do? Yeah, usually like 10 minutes, okay. five, 10 minute spots um, in Melbourne. And yeah, and then like, you know, but I, I go up and do gigs in interstate sometimes. Like last, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Gold Coast, mm-hmm. you know, so you get like some more headline spots if you go into state and stuff. So you can do longer. Mm, That's why yeah. I go just to work on material. Yeah. And so who do you hang time. out with? Like what's the, what, what's the actual experience outside of those five or 10 minute spots? Um, I mean, I usually just go there, do my, in Melbourne, I just go do my time and like talk to a few comedians and then head off. It's just a home. lot. It's a lot of thinking, right? Like it's your head, it's your brain needing to be firing properly to make it all work, right? I think it becomes habit. When you're doing new stuff, definitely, you're like, yeah. oh, what did I think of again? Like you write it down earlier and you're like, oh, how did it go in the word? Because if you muck up one word in a joke, it mm. can sometimes ruin the entire joke. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you got to be on it for sure. Mm. But mm. then most of the time, once you've done a bit that many times, like I could just, you know, if you were like, all right, welcome to stage, Luke Kidjo right now, I could probably just do 20 minutes without mm. thinking All right, Luke Kidjo, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> who who is the um who's someone within the Australian industry that is has either helped you or have just been super super nice backstage? I feel like comedy gets a bit of a bad rap in regards to it's a bit fucking bitchy. There people is a that, lot of that, but there's also so much of the opposite. Yeah, which who is, are is the people. who are some of those epic people? I mean, so when I really started, obviously Lewis uh, mm-hmm. was one of the first people I met, and he was had been doing it for a 
bit longer than me and mm. I was very new. He was really good to me, um, which is why we became good friends, I yeah. think. Um, but people who like people would know uh, who are great, like Nick Cody has mm-hmm. always been awesome to me. He was the reason why I started stand-up. Yeah. I went to see his show in 2015. That was the first ever stand-up show I'd ever seen. Mm. Um, and then three months later, I was I was at an open mic night, giving it a go. Um, I uh, Husey's always been really good to me. Mm-hmm. He's a really cool dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it just, there's a lot of people, um, I don't know. I can mention a lot of names, but yeah. Mm-mm. Cause I, I remember no, Husey's like we know Doug Chappell at the comics lounge. He's yeah. always been awesome to me. Yeah. Um, there's just so many people. I'm, I'm, I feel like if I just keep saying that I'm going to miss yeah. someone. <laughs> well, I did, I did a behind the scenes of a comedian a few years back and I did this bit. I remember in the comics lounge uh, or behind the scenes uh, filming before the person came on mm. and there was a comedian who was sort of like interacting or whatever within the video and that they were like uh, interacting with the person that I was filming who's the video was for. So this person talks in it and all that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, edit the video, put it up. And then I get like, uh, we get messages being like, hey, you don't have permission to have that online. And so we had to take down the video and all that sort of thing. I think it's just the person who the video was for. Yeah. And so I feel like those, um, the video. yeah. And I think that like, it's such a common, um, common occurrence. I feel like that there is that sort of, uh, I feel like within playing in that scene, you have to be talking a certain way. Oh. You've got to be very careful of like, oh, this person's sensitive about this I and these a, people don't like these people. A lot people. of people are reluctant to, I think a lot of people just see what we, like particularly the online guys put out online and like, oh, that's them. And then mm. like I'm pretty, probably pretty the same, similar yeah. um, to what I put out online in real life. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think a lot of people just really uh, are reluctant to embrace the online thing even still, yeah. particularly um, in, in the stand-up circuit because uh, I think there's just like a – I think they think like we're cheating or like we're jumping a queue mm. or like, like – but I don't think there is a queue. There's no yeah. there's no queue anymore. There's also the – I mean, authenticity is a word highly yeah. used these days that lost a bit of its meaning. But there is – if you're online, if you're doing what you're doing, yeah. just creating this much content, it's hard to be a phony. It's hard to not be the guy that's appearing. And some of these people have got their set maybe these old school comedians that yeah. you see them the way that you do. But it's a lot of the ones coming up as well. Like they want to be on the gala. Like I have no, oh, really? I have no desire to be on the comedy festival gala ever. Cause it's like, well, I might, I my stand up clips get millions of views online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, they're getting more plays from a more target demographic online. Mm. Um, why would I want to be on the ABC? Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, no, well, very true. well, like it's yeah, not, yeah. not, not the ABC. I'm more just yeah. like, well, what's the point? It, obviously a cool gig. You get to yeah. perform at yeah. the Palais for yeah. 3000 people. But other than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the absolutely. prestige is that it's they're not, hanging on to an old idea. What yeah. infuriated me the most was a radio article, uh, article written by a radio website talking about, um, you know, radio is still the way most people consume their music. But it's not, though. It's I so looked at it, dude. Not. The fucking stat that they pulled from oh, was a survey. Oh, you look at over 50s, like, <laughs> like AM. If you include AM in that thing, yeah, maybe yeah. it is. A survey of 2,000 people, that's where they got that study from. Yeah. 
I mean, that's uh, two thousand people is representing Australia. There's four hundred million. Yeah, but also young people don't want to com- complete surveys, so it doesn't actually. Yeah. Uh, True, but like if you, all you have to do is look at Spotify yeah. numbers in Australia. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's yeah. millions and millions of subscribers. So there's your fucking answer. Yeah, that beats your radio but, thing. But there's a lot of people who don't like. I feel like I'm gonna cop a lot of shit. For from maybe I feel sure there's going to be a lot of people who mock me for releasing a comedy special myself. Mm. You know, this guy whatever doesn't deserve one, and it's like, well, I still go to gigs all the time. I gig like four nights a week at least, like minimum. Mm. Um, so I'm always working at stand up. So it's like, if I'm in an opportunity where I can do that myself, then why? It's I think it's insane as to why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. And I'm sure think- I'll cop a little bit of lashback under the surface from other mm. comedians, like oh. Because, you know, promoters a comedy special, they probably view it as a thing where it's like, you know, 10 years in, you do your mm. Netflix comedy special. I think they're right and you're also right. You're both right. I agree yeah. with I totally get why they think that because the old way was like, you know, you get good enough, Comedy yeah. Central gives you a special or HBO gives you a special, but it's mm. like the game's changed. Yeah, like, I mean, mm. if you think about it, if you're at a cafe and you're lining up somewhere mm. because you think there's a line and then some fuckers just walk in and then you discover that there is no line, but you've been lining up. Yeah. You're going to be a little bit pissed Shit. off, right? I've done that before. That's and, uh, well, literally, like, uh, don't get me started. I've actually blacklisted. <laughs> I've blacklisted uh, a hash in the city. Fuck you, hash. <laughs> I cr- I had a line. I was the first in the line. Uh, this was Sunday morning. Saturday oh, yeah, morning. So it was like a ticket system. No, it wasn't a fucking ticket system. But he's like, oh yeah, just. Um, outside like um they can serve you outside like oh, no. set you seated outside the thing was there was no fucking line outside and so we yeah. went out and there was like six fucking people i mean and i'm so- still getting ropeable if i've been lining up and there's only one checkout register and then they open another one the cunt behind me fucking yeah. jumps to that no you can't like, do that bro absolutely I'm in front not. of you yeah, it yeah. should be the etiquette to shift yeah. me over there yeah yeah, yeah. I feel like I learned that at Coles Endeavour Hills. Mum taught me young that, you know, the, the person who's at the front gets to go in. So it should to, be. I mean. I mean, these are unwritten rules of the, the world. But also the other <laughs> unwritten rule, always put your heavy stuff at the front and the light stuff at the back. To make their packing easier? No, no, no. It's because you don't want to squash your eggs and stuff. You want like the... Oh, yeah. uh, if you put if you put some, the cans... So you it for your benefit, not for the Oh, definitely. But it's a person. rule of light. Like it's yeah. a, did you know that or no? Um, yeah, I guess I knew that, but usually <laughs> I never go to a low, cause I still live, live at home. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever buy stuff from the shops is I'm never getting more than a basket full of stuff. At, yeah. At like a, 12 items at least. I mean, that's yeah. not really a thing anymore. Well, you can, I never get what do you buy? What do you, what do you, I'm just like, you know, parents go away. Even when like my mum and dad go away on holidays or whatever, <laughs> I will not go and do a weekly shop. I will go every day to the shops and <laughs> buy like just stuff I need for the next 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It becomes a ritual, right? I yeah. Mean, we've done that, but then it, it, with a kid. I know it's impractical. Yeah. <laughs> with a kid, it's actually just entertaining. It's like you can run up the aisle. It's like. Oh, you like going to the well, shop? Well, lo- my, my son loves it. He's a supermarket. Supermarket. He wants to go, but then he fucking just goes down the yogurt aisle and smashes yogurts. But we no should, one asked. No one was like, we, how does your kid say supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for telling yeah, us. No but uh, fuck you. <laughs> um, so what's the uh, so the the podcast the the comedy stuff? Mm. And what else? The is gala there? special that you're vying for? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What else is it? What's else is in the works? What are you prioritizing? Um, just uh, getting Luke and Lewis off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know want to see where we can take that, and um, then the tour next year, and just keep keep growing it all. Mm-hmm. I really want to prioritize podcasting over. 
maybe YouTube videos and stuff, yeah. I guess, is the way I want to mm -hmm. go down. I think I like doing the long form content mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. than sitting there writing a video about the bachelor or whatever. Yeah. Is, are you, are you thinking money? Like is, is that a part of that equation? Oh no, not at all. I just, just it's what I like it. doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's the content that I like consuming mm -hmm. is like mm -hmm. podcasts and stuff. All my favorite comedians like Theo Vaughn and Chris D'Elia, all, all those American guys, um, they're doing that and mm. I, that's what I like consuming. So it's like, well, I just want to make what I like, I guess. Yeah, it's a good It's a it's good. It's probably formula. not a good money move, actually. <laughs> no, at but the, it's a good at the moment, the money move is probably to make sh your shorter content, get yeah. people in and, you know. But I don't know if it's fulfilling, right? I think if you yeah. can win the other way, so if you get, you're going to try two options, mm. you're not assured of winning either way. Yeah. So if you are to do the thing you fucking love every day yeah. and have that win, who's laughing now? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like well, for That's what a, you guys are doing, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah we're giving it a crack. Well, you're... We wouldn't do it seven days a week if you didn't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> well, I think you're just sitting here getting yeah, sadder and sadder every day. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's the the key. And it's like even we launched um, our new website, thedailytalkshow.com, uh, earlier in the week. And it's like there's so many things that are imperfect with yeah. it or even like we filmed an episode earlier in the week where the camera was slightly tilted or things like that. It's like... These things will happen. This is part of the mm, yeah. part of the journey, um, and it's. I guess it's like a lot of people are trying to seek that perfection. But that's a cool episode. Yeah. They call it the forty-five degree episode. Yeah, and like, exactly. Lewis and I were actually had an idea where to do an episode in like um like one forty uh, p like so make it like pixelated oh, yeah. and just do like the one forty p episode yeah. and just try that's and so get good. it shit a quality as possible. Yeah. Just put and your then, glasses on. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Legit. Like we we just like we we always think of like weird ways we can get people's attention and like yeah. you know it wouldn't be good to watch every time but yeah. you know for thirty minutes or an yeah. hour you know watch watch us and. 140p and you know, it'd, be, it'd load quick, you know, <laughs> it'd be great. <laughs> um, that's the only benefit actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's solid. No uh, buffering. What's the, um, what's your relationship with like perfectionism? I need to get over that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I focus too much on trying to be perfect. And yeah. Sometimes it takes me two days to edit a 10 minute video, you know, mm -hmm. like, cause I go through it and when it's done, I should put it out. Then I go, Oh, it could be funnier if I change that by three frames. Mm -hmm. Idiot. No yeah. one cares. Well, I think that's part of the us doing the show daily. Yeah. That's a thing that we just have to get used to. Is it's like well, yeah, it's more about output. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I would say n n content is better than no content. Sometimes uh -huh. I'll like not put out a video because like I don't think it's done yet. Yeah, but it's like I no one cares. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, people and I, even though when I consume content, you just like go, boom, that was funny. All right, next. No one thinks about it yeah. as much as you do. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. I think it's inter I think the other interesting thing is the um as we build audiences people care about different stuff as well so something we'll say will resonate it's like the annoying people with the manual cut like yeah, people Yeah um, some people would would have been yeah. like really hated listening to that earlier <laughs> and then I'm sure there's a VCL person going like oh that's bullshit you know and, and they probably laughed at the manual thing yeah, they're like yeah, you yeah. can't wank in traffic but fuck yeah. you for talking about VCL <laughs> yeah. and that's what I find all the time is like yeah. You talk about four different things in an episode and I have no idea what's going to be the one that really resonates. Yeah. Because mm. I'm like, I think this one's funny, but other people might think that is. So. Yeah. Do you, um, what's a, what are you going to say? Sorry? I was just going to say, you learn quick that what what you feel about something isn't how everyone else does. For sure. And I think that's good. And I that's why I always throw it out there. Like, 
you know, people were, a lot of people, I was getting death threats for about a week, like legitimately death threats from these car guys. Going like, how dare you and stuff, which I thought yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Because like, what I said was, if you watch the video, it's like yeah. not that bad. I was just going like, it's the future, you're all living in the past. It's clearly a joke and I'm yeah. getting death threats all week. And I just think like, that's, people are you weird. know, not, people are weird, but also not everyone's going to agree with you, even when you're joking or talking about so something so mundane. So mm. like, just don't let it phase you yeah. yeah like just don't like if you say say your opinion for sure but if people don't agree you can't get mad at other people for disagreeing uh, i think it also changes when you're actually in the arena and doing stuff mm. all of a sudden i think your perception of other people changes too like i think we're way more sort of empathetic with what people are doing where it's like yeah rather than getting mad being like oh actually i sort of understood i understand i've never the left an angry comment under anything yeah ever mm. yeah. i've never felt the need to be like Ah, oh, this sucks. Uh, if absolutely. I don't like something, I won't even dislike a video. Yeah. I'll just quit out mm. of it. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, not for me. Yeah. It it's takes so a certain true. type to leave a scathing comment. And to dislike even the a video dislike, on the dislike is one. such a weird thing to do, yeah. I think. Well, the, the, there is a, um, yeah, because I think about it, like the most dislikes we've had in a video might be two dislikes. Um, <laughs> and you think about that at yeah. night. No, well, I just think about, <laughs> no, I think about, I think the interesting thing is it's oh, like, man. on a, but it's just like, oh. Imagine if you got a death threat. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, <laughs> well, I think this place down, yeah. security guards. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're nearly there. But I think. Um, and after the VCAL thing, I got death threats from mums. Really? really? Yep. Well, I get it. What they're, they're yes. thinking their son. Like, my kid, how dare you? Daughter, he tries his yeah. best. And you're like, hey, he doesn't try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, yeah, it's. um. I yeah. think a lot of people thought I was making fun of people with learning disabilities, which yeah. I absolutely wasn't. Yeah. And my point was VCAL is a waste of time mm. for a lot of people. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're dumb if you do it. Yeah. yeah. I guess like it's um, it's also understanding like I look at the dislikes, I look at that stuff and I think like not for them. Like the stuff that we created isn't for them. Like we're not mm. creating something for everyone. And so sometimes people will land on our video that's actually it's not meant for them and yes. that's all they're identifying is it's like yeah, out of yeah. the whole algorithm, out of the internet, yeah. they landed on it. And I guess what ends up happening, and I've noticed this with friends with brands, I had one friend the other, other day say, oh, we're, um, we're getting bigger one thing I'm noticing is there's more trolls coming out and questioning us. And it's like, well, the more, yeah. the wider audience you reach, like think about society, you're going to like, there's a lot of fuckheads, yeah. but if you've only got 10 people you talk to, you're like, mm. oh, there mightn't be one fuckhead in the group. Yeah. But if you then branch mm. out that to a thousand people, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be a, a lot of fuckheads. Fuckhead. Yeah, so yeah, it's absolutely. like when you go to a show and you know, at the start, I didn't used to get many hecklers mm. in the first two years. Now that I'm doing bigger shows, yeah. you know, you go do like a, big room in Brisbane or whatever, there's going to be one person that sucks. Yeah. What um, is it, like, what kind of a person is a heckler? Who's like, that's, that's a YouTube drink drunk. Drunk, is drunk. it? Yeah. Yeah. Or drunken. They usually, they, they're not, they don't think that they think they're contributing. No okay. one actually, okay. no one really tries to, I've never got anyone going like you suck. It's that the, doesn't it's exist. It's the that's play like fighting a, gone wrong. Jack that's Post a fantasy, talked, yeah. I think. I think. I wonder if it's premeditated. I'm, no, coming, I'm going to comedy show tonight. No, I think I'm it's 100% project. I think it's like they're projecting <clears throat> experience that they're having. And I guess like Jack Post talks about it where it's like uh, in H on H&A, they could be play fighting and then on Instagram, he'll do a post and then someone will be trolling him about something where it's his house or whatever yeah. it is. And it just misses the oh, mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's based on, they see the play fighting. Yeah. They're just a bit fucking socially awkward. Yeah, people don't know how to 
some people just aren't funny and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But they, yeah, then they come in. I get that a lot. Like uh-huh. some people can try and get a lot of comments. Mm-hmm. And I know they're trying to be funny and they're trying to have a playful dig at you. Yeah. But like they just say something like so unfunny and <laughs> so boring that you're like, oh, this just like yeah. reflects more on your personality yeah. than it does my video. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it's an interesting thing with the heckler thing. I think a lot of people think they're contributing. But um, I don't think anyone goes out of their way to ruin it, mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a a lot of people, though, because it is a glorified thing of like mm-hmm. comedian versus heckler. heckler. yeah. A lot of people who don't know a lot about comedy go like, I get a lot of, oh, bro, I'm going to heckle you. Like I get messages going, man, come, when you come to Aubrey, just bought tickets. I'm going to heckle you, bro. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They no. don't, but they do think it's like a cool yeah. thing yeah, they yeah. could do. Yeah. I think they yeah. do. Death threats are just banter. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people do like, oh, bro, I'm going to heckle you. And then they don't. Or they do. And then they go, oh. And they, and they realize as soon as they've yelled something at the like, oh, this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just back right down. I think a lot of people fantasize the idea of being a funny heckler in yeah, the head. Yeah, then yeah. they yell something at no one laughs and they go, okay, <laughs> you just, do the joke. Well, <laughs> the whole setup is usually the comedian comes out on top. That's the whole thing with hecklers, yeah. right? I mean, you're the one with the microphone. Exactly. And the stage. Like, yeah. And the audience that yeah. probably yeah. like and you. Everyone's, especially if it's your show, everyone's yeah, paid yeah, to yeah. see you, not seeing the guy who... You know, yeah. no one's paid 30 bucks to see some dude yell out. <laughs> uh, Luke Kidgel, thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks so much uh, for having me. If, you, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a review, but also type in uh, Luke and Lewis on Apple Podcasts. Are you gonna, is it a new feed that you're having to start? Same feed. Same feed. Oh, yeah. that's convenient. So you can go Amazing. back and catch up on all the radio if you really want. A yeah. year and a half of yeah. uh, us disrespecting a commercial <laughs> radio station if you want to go listen to that. I think it'd be interesting. I'm curious to hear the contrast. I'm uh, so am I. Yeah. Who knows what it's going to be? I think I'm very excited about it. That's uh, all I know. And awesome. um, we also use the same sign people as you, so oh, we're going to have life. a really good sign. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah they're great, great people. Uh, it's a daily talk show. If you listen this far, do a screen grab, do an Insta story, tag us up, even tag uh, Luke up so he knows that you've listened as well. Tag me. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow. It's Fat Fridays tomorrow. I have no idea what we've got planned. It's going to be fat. <laughs> Something savoury, maybe. I feel like savory. It's not fat enough. We did Ben and Jerry's last week, so yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see. It's a daily talk show. Just see what Will Am brings in. It's favorites. I know for a fact he has it in his riders. <laughs> see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.